Williams. Today on Broadway for Thursday, December 13th, 2018, I am Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. James, we have a ton of congratulations to send out before we get started on the show today. First up, yesterday, history was made on Broadway when Roman Banks took the stage at the Music Box Theater wearing a cast to become the first person of color to ever play Evan Hansen, either on Broadway or on the road. Uh, Normal Evan Hansen, Taylor Trench, is on vacation. So his normal alternate, Michael Lee Brown, is taking his spot. That means that Roman, who is the standby, takes over the alternate spots. So he got to play the role yesterday. We have uh, a a video in the show notes uh, of his first curtain call. Pretty awesome. Um, uh, Congratulations to him. And then also we want to send a great congratulations over to Philadelphia where former Tell Me More guests Rob McClure and Maggie Lakis are celebrating the birth of their first child, Sadie James McClure. Apparently, uh, she was born on Sunday. They posted about it on Facebook and uh, uh, talked about how happy they were. They were so much fun. I interviewed them earlier this year where they were on the road together with Something Rotten. And uh, they just seem like such a fun couple. And they do so much together. It's You know it's a good relationship when you can do multiple national tours together and still be okay with spending every day together. So congratulations to them. Very happy for him. But did, did Rob ever finish the bathroom? I don't know. I don't know. Cause that's you're right. Very good memory. Yeah. He told me after yeah. the uh, something rotten tour, he was going to finish the bathroom that he'd been working on yeah, for years. Yeah. Uh, I hope he got it done before the baby came. Uh, I'm going to call him and ask him. Okay. <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> All right. That's Awesome. Oh, such happy news from Roman to Rob and Maggie. Oh, that's awesome. Exciting. All right. First up in the news, uh, Michelle Williams departs once on this island, Lea Salonga, to close the show. Yeah, this is a uh, super weird, kind of awkward story, James. So I'm just going to kind of plow love awkward. Oh, God, I hate it so, so much. Like... Yeah, we could do a whole episode or yeah. a shrink, bring on a shrink about me and awkward stuff. But anyway, yeah. So after about 24 hours of rumors swirling and some crazy rumors that I I don't know what's true and what's not. Once on this island confirmed that Michelle Williams had departed the show after just a handful of performances, like I think two or three. She joined the cast on uh, November 30th, but hadn't really done a lot of shows. Apparently her understudy Cassandra James will play the role of Rizzoli through December 26th, at which time the great and the good Leia Salonga will return to the role through the end of the run on January 6th. Now the official word given was that Williams quote has been advised by her doctors to take a leave of absence from performing. Now, I feel a little icky even mentioning this, James, um, but it was fairly public and Williams actually posted about it on social media herself. But over this past weekend, she announced that she and her fiance uh, had decided to end their engagement. Williams has also been very open, including earlier this year um, with her struggles with depression. Now, no official reason was giving nothing. No, they didn't say whether it was her vocal doctors or, you know, whatever. So I'm not I'm just giving you information. I'm not drawing any conclusions. Um, So they didn't say that. But for whatever reason, whatever it is that uh, caused her to depart the show, we we wish her the best, obviously, James. Um, So that's a that's an awkward and, and, you know, disappointing and sad story. 
But I'm going to stay over at Circle in the Square because fortunately there was a good story that happened to balance this out because apparently on Tuesday night, Papa Gay, Tamara Gay herself, stopped the performance mid-song. Not because of a cell phone going off, not because of disruptive audience members, but she actually noticed that an audience member was choking. And she it took her a few uh, a few seconds to get the band and the crew and the the rest of the cast to stop singing a song um, because she noticed somebody in that in the round setting was struggling. So she got it. And apparently, according to page six, she literally yelled out, is there a doctor in the house? And fortunately, there was Uh, once the audience member had been tended to and the production actually said they also called EMTs. uh, They eventually picked up the show again. Um, live theater. There's there's nothing like it. But, uh, uh, you know, fortunately, uh, Tamara Gay is not actually the sly demon of death uh, mm. or that could have gotten really awkward. But uh, only in the theater, James, only in the theater. And uh, it kind of makes you feel a little bit uh, good that somebody was able to to notice that and was willing to kind of say, hey, there's something more important than singing the song. So uh, congratulations to Gay and congratulations to the person who apparently did not choke at once on this island. So uh, I, I'm liking the, the trend that we have here. We're, we're, uh, we're t- turning that frown upside down, taking sad <laughs> stories and make it happy. Uh, and you didn't say uh, which Michelle Williams it was. I know, because I thought it was a little disrespectful considering this one. This is this is Destiny's Child, not Dawson's Creek. So okay. yeah. I was trying to be respectful of the content of the story, James. Well, but I was thinking I don't want to wait down. till my life to start over. You know? oh, so, oh, damn it. Which fits in well with Once on this Island, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. All right. Uh, next up in the news, uh, talk about uh, beginnings and ends. Avenue, Avenue Q to close off Broadway. Yeah, James, it's I it feels like a New York institution is going away. I can't believe this is happening, but it was announced that the show will close on April 28th next year, about two and a half months short of its 16th year running practically nonstop in New York City. It's currently playing in the basement over at New World Stages. At the time that it will close, the show will have played 6,537 total performances between its first and its last off-Broadway run that sandwiched uh, its off-Broadway runs that sandwiched its Broadway run in the middle, its Tony-winning Broadway run. Now, I know that counting all of those together is a bit like the producers of the Fantastics revival acting as if the show never closed, but it wasn't closed for years. It was closed for weeks at most. So I'm going to allow them to put all of those performances together, James. But it just feels strange to think that Avenue Q won't be playing in New York after next spring. Yeah, and I was going to say, you know, maybe it'll just close for a few weeks and reopen at the Snapple Center. <laughs> Only for now. Only for now and forever. All right, Matt. It's uh, a, a different one. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you have to think, like, I wonder how meta they're going to get with the song Only For Now between now and April 28th. Yeah. I mean, because they did the whole thing with George Bush, and I think they might have even changed it to Trump at one point or something, and your hair, which, man, that re- – the the your hair line really hurts because I had great hair when this show opened <laughs> in two thousand three. Great hair, not no mo. Ah, uh, yeah, you know, uh, it's it's ironic that in twenty twenty Trump could use that song. Everybody's a little racist, you know. All right, Matt, what else do you have? Okay, it was announced on Good Mar- Good Morning America the other day that former NFL star Tiki Barber. Hey, you didn't text me back. What did I text you? I texted you what. 
when I said Tiki Barber? <laughs> I, d- I don't think I got that one. Oh, okay. Oh, Keep going. There we go. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, I did not. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my next my next response to you after that was, let's see. Oh, I can't repeat something that we can't. Yeah, something we can't talk yeah, about. I can't repeat not that yet. on there. Not yet. Soon. Oh, no, we can talk about it. It's just yeah. not appropriate. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Tiki Barber. Former New York Giants running back uh, will be joining the Broadway company of Kinky Boots beginning on January 21st. He will play Don for a limited run through March 3rd. I believe Don's one of the uh, the macho factory workers. Um, he will be replacing original cast member Daniel Stewart Sherman, who is temporary le- temporarily leaving to appear in my very own British invasion at Paper Mill Playhouse. Sherman will return to the role on March 4th through the end of the run in April. Now, James, real quick. How are audience members going to be sure that they are actually seeing Tiki and not Rondé? Oh, yeah, this is true. Uh, one of them's got a birthmark on his inside thigh. I, I don't know. Is that true? I, I don't know. That's how you tell all uh, twins apart, right? <laughs> yeah, Tiki Barber's uh, twin brother, Rondé Barber, also a former NFL player. They're identical twins. Maybe they'll, you'll get both. Anyway, next up, it was announced that Tony winner Jesse Mueller will play Marion, the librarian in the Broadway Center Stage production of The Music Man at Washington, D.C.'s Kennedy Center from February 6th through the 10th. She will star opposite the previously announced Norm Lewis as Professor Harold Hill. That's a great match there like i'm a i'm a big fan of that match up there and i love a good the, music man is is deceptively difficult james it's one of those shows where you see and you're like oh it's a classic that's anyone can do that you don't really have to sing all that much harold hill is a really hard part uh i've never played it but if you watched matthew broderick and Kristen chenoweth do that show on tv you'll know it's not as easy as it looks uh anyway finally but, yesterday what the thing is is that you know deceptively hard in all parts because if you're doing props for that show and you can only find 75 trombones what do you do <laughs> you have somebody run from the front and then loop around to the back no one will ever know uh Jeez. it's all in the staging all in the staging uh but yeah yesterday deadline reported that robert townsend and keenan keenan ivory wayans are working to bring their film The Five Heartbeats to Broadway as a musical. The 1991 film is loosely based on a number of iconic uh, Motown musical acts like The Temptations, The Four Tops, along with Wilson Pickett, James Brown, Sam Cooke, and more. The film follows three decades in the lives and careers of the eponymous group. Uh, James, I've never seen this film. Uh, have, Have you? Are you familiar with The Five Heartbeats? No, I am not familiar with it, and I'm still trying to figure out what eponymous means. Isn't it eponymous blurum? Is eponymous that just... er, No, that's different. It's it's e-plurbus. it means yeah, it it means vaguely almost the same thing as titular, but uh, I try huh. not to use that one anymore. Okay, excellent. So, all these people wanting to create plays and musicals, like I think a longer discussion needs to be had here. Are these people really trying to express themselves through that, or are they seeing Hamilton Springsteen money? I don't know if it's Hamilton or Springsteen money, because I think a lot of these movies that are getting adapted, I I, I think they're looking at some of the different, I don't know, hairspray, things like that, because I don't think that any they think any of these things are going to be the groundbreaking shows like Hamilton or Springsteen. But I think they see... 
an intellectual property that they own. So they figure we might as well try to make some money off of it. You know, while we can. And this is something that has its roots in music. So, I mean, it, it makes sense. But it, as we've seen with the reviews from Clueless that I talked about yesterday, it's not as easy as it sounds. If you're going to do this, do it right. So um, I think Robert Townsend and Keenan Ivory Wayans are really funny dudes, uh, both actors and writers and comedians. So um, I'm all for them. And look, let's 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 say it how it is. We don't get a lot of Broadway musicals written by two people of color, let alone two black people. Um so I, I think that's awesome, uh, especially people with their uh, resumes in Hollywood. So I, if they think they can make this work and they can get some people to write songs, let's do it. No, I from that aspect, I totally agree. But it just seems to me maybe that it's just that we, we see more light shed upon it. So many people who have uh, been in television and film and and especially folks who you know have spent a considerable considerable amount of time yeah. in New York, uh, and never shown any interest in Broadway before, are now all of a sudden very interested in Broadway. But uh, you know, let let's turn that frown upside down. Let's you know, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Sure. All right. Why don't you get us out of here? All right. Thanks for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at bwwmat. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for spending some of your Thursday with us, and uh, I think Matt and I will be back and talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.